You're tuning into Unleash Your Inner Goddess, a podcast hosted by me, Sarah Joyce Hindle, all about getting out of our own fucking way, unlocking our truest potential, and living a happier life. It doesn't matter if you are growing a business, leading a team at work, or knee-deep in raising your kids, or maybe all three. If your life is mostly unbelievably hectic and chaotic, and you never seem to be on an even keel, no matter how much you do, then this podcast is for you. This podcast is part of my bigger mission to elevate the world and to make joy the baseline every day. To take you from overwhelmed, stressed and being stuck on a merry-go-round that is going way too fast to feeling balanced, focused and abundantly joyful every single day. Take off the autopilot and take hold of your life. Let's get stuck in to this week's episode. So today I really wanted to do a deep dive into what unleashing your inner goddess looks like and to give you a feel for what you are actually looking for inside of yourself. So as I mentioned in the trailer, the inner goddess is my inner being, my level up, the 2.0 version of me. The Sarah that comes out when everything's falling into place, when everything flows seamlessly and effortlessly and I'm at peace. For you, you may not resonate with inner goddess. You may be called to call your inner being or next level version something else. In fact, I actively encourage that you do. We need to feel connected to this person, you know, this person that we are calling out into existence as a permanent feature in our lives. I remember one sunny day a few years ago in summer, I experienced a really weird sensation. I was at the park with my kids They were playing and making friends with other kids, giggling and racing each other. And I was just sat on a picnic blanket, sipping my flask of coffee, sun shining down, and I had no real reason to rush or chase things. And in that moment, I wasn't thinking about what I needed to do when I got home or if I'd said the right things to a friend earlier in the day or what was for dinner. I was fully present in the moment, watching my kids play, listening to the birds, And, you know, I can recall this memory so easily and it's so clear to me, even now as I'm sharing it with you. It was short-lived though, as once we'd packed up and we were driving home, my mind raced with dinner plans, what I needed to do once I was home, the kids' homework, um, and my ears suffered (laughs) from the whining of three kids, you know, three tired kids in the back. Those moments of fully being are what I strive for and what I want for you. I want you to be able to pause, calm your mind and be fully present rather than rehashing the past events or worrying about future ones. And that moment was such a weird sensation for me at that time. It was the first time I'd been able to have a calm and clear mind and it was wonderful. Thankfully, I've got a little bit better at that. So um, this isn't a weird sensation for me anymore. Um, But we all live those very hectic, busy lives. And part of that is society, right? Society has taught us to be successful, we must be busy, okay? So to be successful, we must be busy. To be a good mum, you must do all the things. You must cook, you must clean, you must work, you must stay at home, you must do all the extracurriculars. To be an excellent employee, you must go above and beyond and work beyond your contracted hours um, to look good and get that promotion, And to be successful in business, we must be switched on and accessible at all times. This is thanks to the instant gratification culture that we live in. 
With our smartphones, our internet access, the instant hits of dopamine from playing a game or getting likes and follows on social media. And there was a study from the Technical University of Denmark and it suggests that the global attention span is narrowing. Um, The study showed that people now have more things to focus on, but often they are focusing on things for a shorter period of time. Um, I will drop the link for that in the show notes. And this is basically saying that we're taking too much on. We're focusing on so many things at once and we can't do it. Um, And businesses and corporations are cashing in on this, on this instant gratification culture with offers such as same day delivery, instant access streaming services, um, all that sort of stuff. And I bet you're thinking, you know, remind me how this is relevant to my inner being. Well, we are used to getting an immediate result. We are used to doing something and getting an immediate benefit. Okay, how many of us have paid extra for the same day or next day delivery for something that we then didn't even open or actively use for weeks? I know I'm guilty. This is why so many people quit the gym after a few weeks or give up getting up early. They don't get that immediate six pack or the oodles of energy and sky high productivity straight away that they were expecting. Couple this with how the brain works. It's no wonder we all switch on autopilot day in and day out, doing what we've always done and staying the same. The point I'm making is we've been molded to think busy is the norm and instant gratification and getting results now is the only way. We've been conditioned to always be on the go and we've forgotten what it's like to do nothing. We either swing from unbelievably busy and doing all the things all the time, 100 miles an hour, to, oh, I have nothing to do, so I must browse TikTok, play Candy Crush or watch a cute cat video on YouTube. Anything is better than sitting here with my own thoughts. It's like we can't stand to not be on all the time. And the worst part for me is that when we do decide to have downtime and browse the TikTok or watch the YouTube channel, how many of us then feel guilty for doing that thing and taking a break? How many of us sit there going, oh my God, I can't believe it. I'm sat here watching this video when I have so much stuff to do. I'm useless. I'm crap. What's the point? Why can't I just do my work? And then you feel guilty for taking the break. So it's not really a break because you spent most of it feeling guilty. How many times have you decided to take a break and feel guilty as fuck for doing so? How many times have you not fully switched off from work and are kind of half watching TV, half answering emails, so you feel like you've been productive? I hold my hand up. I did this. I tend to catch myself 95% of the time now. Uh, But the bottom line is we don't need to be busy all the time. We don't need to fill the silence. We don't need to feel guilty for our choices. We do need to lean into the idea that not doing isn't bad, boring, pointless. We do need to better understand how our brains work and start working with them. And I'll be going deeper with this in later episodes. We also need to find calm, balance and focus in our everyday and step off that constant merry-go-round. In order to meet our inner goddess, that person that we're capable of being, We need to get out of our own way. Easier said than done, right? Right. I'm not going to bullshit you. This stuff is hard. It's a continual journey, but I promise you it's worth it. Do the work and you will meet your inner goddess. You will meet yourself at your very best. That version of you who is invested in what's most important to them. Continually growing and continually learning. They're not belittling themselves for the mistakes and slipping into the occasional old habit. 
They know they're human and they don't get it right all the time. And best of all, they know that this is okay. Remember my story at the start of this episode, sitting at that park, fully present. That's pivotal. Being intentional with your time is pivotal. Are you going to sit and be present with what's going on right in front of you? Or are you going to sit and check emails? Practice it. Sitting and being fully immersed in your book or enjoying a bath or playing with your kids. Be intentional and do only that. No peeking at your phone or multitasking. In fact, put your phone out of sight. Have you ever heard of the iPhone effect? So two groups of people were studied. Both groups chat with another person that they've never met. The difference? One group has a phone visible on the table in front of them. Results? The group without the phones had significantly more engaged conversation than the ones with the phones visible. Now the phone wasn't pinging, it wasn't vibrating, and it wasn't even their phone. Okay? Another study published in the Journal of Social Psychology found similar results. Their study was regarding performance. I bet you can guess. Yep, performance suffered if the phones were present. Concluding, smartphones and likely other digital devices are distracting us even when they're turned over, on airplane mode, off or even in our pocket. So grab your phone, laptop, tablet, whatever you use and hide it out of sight. Ideally in another room with your airplane mode on and then come and be present here and now. See if you can get a glimpse of your inner goddess. If you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you have, I've totally enjoyed sharing this with you. Please subscribe and leave a review. It would mean the world to me and it really, really helps get the podcast um, out to more people and reaching more ears. The links for the studies I mentioned today are in the show notes. Have an awesome day.